0: So, I start this morning message. Say, I want to ask one question. How many of you love to visit people? Go house visiting. Uh, one, two. Uh, I see a few hands. Even men also. Don't think it's only because only women are connecting today. So we should raise hands. No, it's for every message. It's for everybody. So, some people don't like. We have to visit people. For uh, What is the reason behind it we should visit people? It's it's not for gossip or talk about others. Even believers uh, get together not to talk about the third believer or a servant of God. It's not for that. Or even about the relatives also. So, But we have to visit people. Because Jesus went to people's house, individual family's house. Because he loves the family, husband, wife, children. That is how uh, um, God created also, Adam and Eve. He would have created all men. And uh, the one could have survived also. We don't know how he will sustain that. But why he created women to be helper? So he created a family. So families together make the church, the society so when jesus himself uh, goes to visit people's house how much more we must visit not to gossip not to uh, harm others or not to talk about others it's we must have a clear uh, perception about this we must have a purpose in uh, meeting people uh, not to have a vain talk so we read about acts 10 38 why should we uh, go visiting people. Uh, Acts 10.38 Jesus is the role model for us. Whatever we say, it should be given in the Bible. That's very important. Nowadays, it's, uh, we are seeing so many theories coming, so many doctrines are uh, uh, popping out. So, we have to be very careful about what it is given. Are we following the word of God correctly? Acts 10.38, we read, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power under the power of the devil because god was with him he how he went around doing good hallelujah so we have to go around to do good whatever jesus did we have to do so i want to title this morning's message as jesus goes house visiting jesus goes house visiting so jesus goes to house to visit people Not to sit there and talk, or gossip, or do something else. But he had a different purpose in visiting different homes. So we should have a purpose when we want to visit a house. That's very important. But uh, some people say, No, I'll sit at home and pray, that is my ministry. No, 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 no. So we have to get up. We can visit our friends, relatives. And whomever we know, we can go and visit them for different purposes, because Jesus also went to different homes. Uh, So, first one is, I want to talk about Mark 14, it's given Mark 14, 3 to 9. If you read Mark 14, 3 to 9. While he was in Bethany, reclining at the table in the home of a man known as Simon the leper, The poor you will always have with you and you can help them anytime you want, but you will not always have me. She did what she could. She poured perfume on my body body forehead, uh, beforehand to prepare for my burial. I tell you the truth, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Hallelujah! Jesus goes to a leper's house simon the leper see in jesus time uh, the uh, i mean the lepers were treated as outcasts so jesus went to this leper's house nobody like will like to go to a leper's house even they come to the in the streets or somewhere if you they'll ask for arms what will you do You just drop them finally like that without touching the Cloth or their hand or something like that. So we won't like to touch those kind of people. In Jesus' time also, it was like that. They were known. Uh, they were um, known as outcasts. But this uh, Jesus went to Bethany. He was reclining at the table in the home. And Bible says he went to eat there, reclining at the table means he was. He went to have meal with uh, the Simon the leper. So he went to this house. And there comes a woman, and she posts the, uh, I mean, uh, perfume there. But uh, what? No matter. The point is, uh, usually people, even uh, our times also, when people uh, come to know the Lord, immediately they say they are going to a group where they eat beef, they will drink, they will dance, and they will become low caste people. All. The, their caste will change. That's what they think, but it's not that. This is uh, God created only uh, Adam and Eve. There was no no caste at that time at all. No, only this this has been made by man. Upper class, lower class. No, because I was working in the school, we used to write uh, this uh, O C, B C, M B C, S C, S P. So, and not only the five. There are so many guys. We have a, I mean, big booklet we had. So we have to look into the, uh, so many subcasts were there. So <laughs> it's very difficult. Only for government purpose we get coming in service for our children, and give it to the uh, office or uh, school, college, wherever. So we come another category. So but here in Jesus' time, the lepers were uh, known for their I um, mean, uh, they, they don't want to uh, do anything with them, so they were uh, they were like outcast. So Jesus, why he went to this man's house, outcast man's house, the leper's house? He want to break the tradition. Even Leviticus says Leviticus 13. No, I mean, uh, it's worse than our time. Those days, it's a uh, le- leprosy means they take it very seriously. Leviticus 13, 45 and 46 is very really? Leviticus 13, chapter 13, verse 45 and 46. The people with such an infectious disease must wear torn clothes, let his hand be unkempt, cover the lower part of his face and cry out unclean, unclean. As long as he has the infection, he remains unclean. He must live alone, he must live outside the camp seeing how it's uh, treated in the Old Testament period, in Jesus' time also. So, they, were, they have to cover their lower face, they have to wear torn clothes, so that everybody will see their leprosy. So, it should be open. See, normally what we will do, some boil or some uh, I mean ailment to the body, we want to cover it, you know, cover the portion, so, so that nobody will, uh, I mean, uh, see that. But here... What is the pathetic thing? They have to wear a torn cloth so that everybody will see. Another thing, they have to cry out, unclean, unclean. See, what a disgraceful thing, now. What a shameful thing. What is a painful thing. So, in spite of that, they have to do that like that. And as long as he has the infection, he remains unclean. He must live alone. What a pathetic thing. Nobody should be with them. Not even the family members. He must live outside the camp also. Not inside the house. Outside the house, alone. That too, outside the camp. What a pathetic thing. See, in those days, it was considered like that. But Jesus went to that man's house. Hallelujah. Even we are called to go to such people's house. Those who are... Uh, I mean, driven out, those who are lonely, those who are not accepted by the family, the uh, the society. There are people, but we must care for them. Jesus went to this man's house and he had, I don't know, lunch or dinner, but he he went to eat there. He wanted to break the tradition. So when we accept uh, Jesus, we must also do the same thing. When you go for house visiting, usually where we will go? Nice bungalows and nice, uh, rich relative's house, wealthy house. And it's not that. We can go there also. It's not uh, that we should not go to a relative's place. But Jesus went to the leper's house. Hallelujah. So the needy people, the lonely people, he wants to break the tradition. What these people have been following? So, uh, in the beginning uh, some of our believers but by God's grace now we all they are all okay and uh, well uh, well doing their life initially one of the believers who worship in a Tamil congregation even though even now they are coming to our church only you won't believe it is uh, near that uh, gutter and uh, the house if you want to enter the house it's like a cave you know only small opening and you have to bend, go inside, and sit there, and you have to conduct meeting and drink what they give. And uh, the, the, around the place, no, people used to ask, who are these people coming? And past, pastor, you can imagine, is tall. Actually, I, because I'm short, it's not, no, not pro, my, very much problem for me. But he is tall. He used to stoop down, go inside and sit, and conduct meetings there. Only a small room. And lot of ladies will be gathered there, and I used to conduct meetings there also. And they give coffee, tea lovingly. So we take that also. Now firewood, no, you can smell that firewood in the coffee or in the tea. <laughs> but still, we have that. Hallelujah! That is what Jesus did. He went to a leper's house. Can you imagine? Untouchable. Untouchables. No? They call it untouchables. And to teach us a lesson here, we should also care for the lonely and outcast people so that they will be brought to the love of Christ. See how this family came to the Lord? Because the love we showed that day. We went to the house. They sat there. And I remember, still remember one family. Um, I think they have, been, they have gone to Thiruverka somewhere. Long distance. Uh, he is a uh, electrician working in E B, and they, uh, the society calls them low caste. No, this side only. And uh, what they do? Four or five houses houses will be there. They will have a washing area. Suppose after they wash these people wash their vessels, they will clean that place. And before the next, uh, I mean, the tenant comes to wash the vessels, you know, again they will clean, sweep, and then, they, because these people are, they think they are low caste. And we used to visit, myself. one day, pastor and myself, we went there. Very small room. We sat down, what she prepared, no? Italian, uh, I think it's chicken kurma, something like that, chicken kurma. You will eat pasta in the house? Oh, yes, we will eat. We sat down on the floor. We wait there. They were so happy. Even now, sometimes we used to see that that man used to come this side. For anything, he used to come and visit us. See, Jesus loved the people like that. Hallelujah. We have to go and sit on the floor along with them. And people, the society says they are low caste. But Bible doesn't. Say like that, hallelujah, hallelujah. Do you remember John Prabhakan? he came for the special meeting? You remember that? No. See, he once uh, told us, where he studied in MCC. When he was studying in MCC, in the college, they have to write the records, you know, that there will be a column, caste, you have to write. So one person has written Pentecost. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the office people don't know what to where to put O C or B C and B C? Where to put that caste? You know. So somebody in the office said, "You better call the Jan Prabhakan, He will know better." So they called Jan He went there and they said, "What Jan Prabakar? Where to put this? What category comes under?" He said, "Heavenly category. Put it in the heavenly category. Pentecost means heavenly category." So, what I am trying to say, people discriminate according to our caste, but Actually, God loves everybody. He only created us. He has created us in his own image. How can we say he's outcast? He's not here. Uh, he doesn't belong to us. No. He went to the leper's house to break this tradition. Those days, it was very uh, I mean, obvious. They have to wear torn clothes, say unclean, unclean. They have to live alone outside the camp. What a tragic thing, no? So... Jesus want to break that. So, as God's children, we must be like that. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! We are above these things. So, to show that He broke all the traditions, even some traditions are still followed in Christian community. Not like this. Even during marriages, housewarming ceremonies, what we do, we follow so many traditions now. <laughs> we have to break that also, and wedding during weddings. They'll bring uh, uh, gifts, you no? You take five, five uh, trays, or seven trays, nine trays. Why can't you uh, I mean, carry six trays, eight trays? What is wrong in it? They have the numbers. We also follow the same thing. But we didn't follow for our children. My parents followed, my grandparents. We don't know why they followed it. Just blindly, some traditions, you know? They have to keep coconut uh, and that uh, uh, some yellow banana. And, uh, actually, coconut, yellow banana, uh, nuts, we shouldn't keep. These belongs to three demons, it seems. I don't know. One Brahmin convert told me, Mrs. Lawrence, see, when you uh, do for your children, you be careful, she told me. That's why I uh, learned from her. See, you normally they keep, no? Banana? banana, there are different varieties you can keep. That red banana, no? that you can keep. What you call chabale like that otherwise you can give lot of sweets nuts so many varieties you can be give a lot of uh, if you are a, i mean a, your son is going to get married you better prepare these things costly things so that you can give it to your daughter in law <laughs> what i am trying to say these are the things we still follow we don't know why we follow it even housewarming ceremonies no we see Good days, bad days, even for weddings also. Raggalam, Nallagalam, Kettagalam. Ragala is from evening 6 o'clock to morning 6. That is Ragalam. That is night time. But we say 8.30 to 10.30 ragala. How is that? Sun is still bright. How can you say it's Raggalam? That's what people say. See, when we built the house, you know, we had a uh, function. First time we are coming, uh, one of our uh, pastor's relatives called and said, Hubert, don't, I mean, go enter the house before morning 8.30. Because after 8.30 it's an We said we'll go after 8.30 only. That is the best time for us. See, these are the man-made traditions. For their house, what did they do, no? They brought a cow inside the house. (laughs) Literally. No jokes. No jokes, Christians. And they say it should uh, make shit or uh, urinate there. That's a blessing, it seems. Inside the new house, can you imagine Christian houses still following Hindu traditions, man made traditions? So, you better be careful when you build a house or get your children married. So, these are all, I mean, they say, good day. No, don't say good day, good time. Every time, every day is a good day for us. Every time is a good time for us. Hallelujah. Whether it's Tuesday, Friday? Saturday? No problem. Hallelujah! Only Sundays we don't keep marriages because we have service. Otherwise, any day convenient for us, we can do. Don't follow all these rituals. If somebody says like that, don't get your children married to them. That's my advice. (laughs) So, (laughs) these things we have to follow. For that only, Jesus went to this man's house to break all the traditions that was during those days. It was like that. Second thing, Luke chapter 7, we read Luke chapter 7, 36 to 40. Before I coming to the pulpit to preach, no? One person asked me, and I know you are going to preach, I don't know how you know. He said whether it's five points or seven points. Yeah, I already asked that question. Luke 7, 36 to 40. Can somebody read? Luke 7, 36 to 40. So again, he goes to another house. That he, Now it is a Pharisee's house. First he went to a leper's house. Now he has gone to a Pharisee's house. There he had dinner with him. Uh, there, uh, when he was reclining at the table, a woman who had lived a sinful life in that town learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. She brought an alabaster jar of perfume. So she heard about Jesus that he is in this Pharisee's house. So she came there, and she brought an alabaster jar of perfume, and she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, began to wet his feet with her tears. She wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. So this sinful woman touched Jesus, wept, wiped uh, his feet, and she poured the perfume. This Pharisee is watching Pharisees are always, they, they, they always criticize Jesus. They want to find fault with him. So, when he was, when he, for that purpose only, he went to the Pharisee's house to show him that he didn't come to save only the righteous, so-called righteous, self-righteous people. He, has, he came to save the lost, the sinners. That is why he went to the Pharisee's house. Hallelujah. This Pharisee had the mindset, how oh, Jesus is a holy man, how can he allow this woman to touch this man? But he said, I have come to, uh, and and he is thinking in his heart, and Jesus answered, Simon has something to tell you, and he explains by giving another example, and finally he says in 47, Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, for she loved much. But he who has been forgiven little, loves little. Hallelujah. Because here he uh, forgives her sins. And to show this Pharisee, it's not your righteousness, but the humbleness that will save a person. Hallelujah. He was very proud because they were keeping everything, the law, the prophet, uh, prophets, uh, what the prophets have told, everything they have been keeping correctly, all the Ten Commands, everything. But they lacked mercy, kindness, love. And Jesus wanted to teach this man that love and forgiveness and kindness is greater than your self-righteousness. That's what he wanted to teach them. In one gospel, we read that when uh, uh, the Pharisees and uh, people, teachers of the law comes to Jesus and ask, these people are not giving tithe. That's what they were complaining. They were not keeping the law. They were not keeping this, that. Then he said, you get tithe for, from everybody in everything, but you are not showing love and compassion and kindness to these people. So he gives more importance to... The kindness and love and forgiveness more than our tithes and offering. Hallelujah. It's it's not how righteous we are. Now Two people went to the temple to pray. One Pharisee, one tax collector. And the tax collector was saved and sent back. Because he said, I am a sinner. This fellow said, no, I am not this man. This tax collector. I am very righteous. He was claiming like that. He was talking to God. Oh, I give one-tenth. So I, I fast and pray, He was explaining everything to God as if he doesn't know anything. <laughs> he was boasting, but this man was crying and saying, "I am a sinner. please forgive me." So this man went as a righteous person. God sent him. So we have to be very careful. Mark two also we read Mark two Mark chapter two. Verses 1 to that's a long passage. Here also, God heals this paralytic man and, and shows that He is God of forgiveness. He came to forgive the sinners. Same thing we read here also. And Matthew 9, 10, Matthew chapter 9, verse 10. Sinners, Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 9, verses 9, 10 to 13, we read about the incident. Again, Jesus went to this man's house where the sinners were there. So, he told, it's not that your righteousness, but the, your sacrifice, but I love desire. I am sorry. I love mercy. I desire mercy. I want to forgive the sinners. I came for that. So, he gives this Ocean, uh, to teach them that he came to uh, save the sinners hallelujah because if it's a sinner they won't enter they won't eat there but here the, jesus went to this Pharisee's house to show that he loves everybody so we have to reach out to visit people beyond our culture beyond our education hallelujah people may think they are very righteous they are very good people But we have to visit them and we have to tell them that mercy is more important than your uh, sacrifice. Hallelujah. Kindness. That Pharisee's house. We should not segregate them. Sometimes we feel as if we are um, great saints and they are all sinners. We don't go to their house of course we need not go and participate what they do but they but we love them so that we can win them for for the lord we have to visit the relatives who are not yet saved that's very important many people say oh i am saved i speak in tongues they are not like that they are very nominal sometimes we say like that no we think like that no no even the family members who are not uh, saved in our family also, we should not reject them. We have to love them. We have to respect them. We have to show the love of Christ, kindness so that they will come to the Lord. Hallelujah. If you show the love of Christ, nobody will deny it. Nobody will say no. You visit a house like Pharisees where Jesus went, you sit there, you talk to them, then they will see the difference between their friends, their relatives, and you. And they see the love, love of Christ in you, and they will come to the saving grace of God. Hallelujah. So we have to go beyond our culture, education, everything, and meet people. Third uh, house he visited is Matthew chapter 8, 14, 5. Matthew 8. Verses 14 and 5. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. Not only he went to the leper's house and the Pharisee's house, he went to his disciples' house also. Hallelujah. You may be discipling people. You can visit them. You, you are a mentor to those people who are, you are bringing to the, uh, to the Lord. They are in, in the process of coming to the Lord or growing. So you have to visit them. Jesus came into Peter's house. He saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her and she got up and began to wait on him. He did miracle. Hallelujah. But we have to pray. Jesus, I want to go to this person's house. Before going, you pray. God will use you there. Hallelujah. There will be some problem. They will pour out their heart. You can give a counsel. You can pray with them. You can give a, you can speak to them a word of comfort. They will be comforted. And when you speak a word, suppose they are sick, they will be healed. Hallelujah. The problem will be solved. and The next day they will call you and say, yesterday you came and prayed, no? Today it has become all right. My son slept well. My daughter is doing well. Something will happen. Hallelujah. So we have to visit. Jesus goes to... House to house, he met individuals, families. How much more we must go on a house visiting. Hallelujah. So he went to his disciples' house. And because the um, uh, healing is children's bread, that's what, we read in Matthew chapter 15, verse 26. This Peter was a very faithful man following Jesus, but his mother-in-law is sick. And Jesus knew that he went there. And Matthew 15, 26, we read, when that, uh, that uh, uh, women, Canaanite woman came to get healing for a daughter, Jesus didn't answer anything. Disciples were saying, send her away, for she's crying out. And after us, he, she's coming uh, behind us, send her away. But Jesus said, He answered, 24, he answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. But the women didn't leave her. The woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me, she said. He replied, it's not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. So it's a children's bread. If you are sick, if you are weak, you claim that healing that comes from the wound of our Lord Jesus Christ. He was wounded on the hands The this season, they call it is Lent season. We don't have that name as Lent in the Bible. But it's good to remember every day, uh, Jesus suffering on the cross. He was nailed on the cross. The thorn of of crown crown was placed on his head. His uh, back was like a plowed field. You need a miracle in your life. Not only healing, some other miracle. Relationship problem. You need a life partner. So many things, untold problems. You can't say it out; it's in your mind, always bothering you. God will do a miracle. Hallelujah! When you go and pray for others, God will set right everything in your life. That's what Job did. Job prayed for his friends. God changed everything. He gave. He was blessed double fully. So, if, if you want to receive the blessing, you have to step out. Sitting at home, praying, good, but you have to come out. You have to visit. We have to go to house, house to house. Even unknown places you can go. They won't chase you off. There will be some problems. See, when we started the ministry, it was in the thatched roof, no? Tuesday meeting, we'll have four women. Myself and three people. One from this uh, uh, last house, Pastor Morgan's own sister was living here. She used to come, and two other sister one Sanjeev's friend's mummy, and one lady, her friend. Only four will be here, and next uh, and Friday they, they will be having in their house. We four will go there. So my son used to say, "What is this? You have four people, same people going four. They are also next house, four people. What is this you are doing?" But every Tuesday after the uh, I mean meeting. Myself and Pastor Morgan's sister, she's still alive. Sylvia, her name is Sylvia. God has healed her of cancer, severe cancer. The doctor said she will live for six months on, alone in 1990. When her children were very small, she was just praying, Lord, give me five years' time. That's enough. Let my children grow a little bit. Then I will come home. You, then you can take me. But God extended her life. She's still alive. Hallelujah. She has got a long curly hair. She looked like exactly like Pastor Mohan. Colored. Very nice lady. Very good looking. And now both the children are married. A granddaughter is in, I think, in 12th standard now. For her First daughter's daughter. See, God is here. We both of us, what we'll do after the Tuesday prayer, we fast and pray, and after that, we'll take tracks and distribute the whole area. Everybody knows us. Oh, this Tuesday also, Here yeah, come. They'll say, from four to six. At that time, women are free. What they will do? Four to six? Huh? Pardon? Coffee time? Another thing? When Chatting time. Good. He knows about it better than us. <laughs> women get together in that area, nearby houses, sit and talk about this husband, that husband, or some politics, or mother-in-law. See, when I go for walking, I can hear people talking at my back. They will be talking about the daughter-in-law, all the old people, all the young people talking about the mother-in-law. I could hear that. Most of them that happens in the park, everywhere. So these women get together, they will talk, some gossip will go. So we go and distribute. We say, Jesus loves you, and give the tract. And she will share her testimony. It's a powerful testimony, you know, educated people. They look, ah, how is that? You are still living. She went for chemo. uh, Every chemo she used to go, no vomiting, nothing. And uh, uh, her sister or mother used uh, used to usually accompany with her. And the nurses would be looking, who is the patient? She will be so healthy. No trace of uh, this uh, chemo effect. And she prayed. None of my hair should fall, Lord. Still, she has kept the same hair. Hallelujah! 1990 happened. So she will share the testimony. I will share about the love of Christ. So they'll they'll call us inside. Come inside. Hindus, unknown people, not known friends. Oh pray for us. Have a cup of coffee. You're walking up and down, climbing this Kailash uh, Kali so many times up and down. Come, have some coffee. Hallelujah. They will pour out their heart to you. And they will say, I was working, I was an headmistress, I resigned. And then they look, for this you have resigned your job? Going street by street, house by house? Yes. This is more important than my work. And they will listen. They will hear. Hallelujah. You can tell your own story. If you are from non-Christian background, you can say more. See, I was also worshipping like this. Now see how my life is. And if he goes through some problems, you are gone the same way. What they are sharing, you can tell. See, I was like that only. My children were like that. Now see how they are. You can share your own story, testimony. Hallelujah. That is how we can bring... God will do miracles. God will do miracles. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus went to this man's house. Second Chronicles 16.12 Jesus heals but at the same time we can go to the doctor also because the doctor is sitting in front of me I cannot talk against anything about the medical field Second Chronicles 16.12 Can you read? Somebody read Mm. next verse also just... then the 41st year of the day Asa died and rested with his father's. Ah, thank you Say, Asa he didn't go to the Lord but he went to the he did not seek help from the Lord but only from the physicians that is wrong physicians are needed we need doctors Luke was a doctor one of his Jesus' disciples and Jesus healed people in many ways So, there are many ways of healing. Sometimes God heals instantaneously without any medication. Divine healing is there. Even if you take medicine, healing comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. We need not trust the medicines or the medical things, but we should trust the Lord and take medicine. Hallelujah. Nothing wrong in in going to the doctor and taking. If you want to go to the doctor, go to the best doctor. That is very important. That is also very important nowadays. So many people, are fake people are there. So, it's important that we trust the Lord for a miracle. Even even if you want to go to the doctor, no problem, you can go. We also go to the doctor. No, don't think. We are sitting at home only praying. We are also going to the doctor. But the healing comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. We have to 100% believe that. So, God does miracles. Hallelujah. When you go and visit people, you can pray for the needs. God will give a deliverance. For that only Jesus went to Peter's mother-in-law's house. Hallelujah. Next, the fourth one is Luke 10. Luke 10, 38 to 42. We all know Jesus went to the home of Martha and Mary. Mary. Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but one day one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Always, he, whenever he goes this side, that is uh, where Martha and Mary live, Bethany, he always goes to their house. Hallelujah. He always visits them. It is always, told, only two sisters and one brother. I don't know what about their parents. Probably they lost their parents. They were alone. So Jesus loved this family so much. He always visited them. And here, he, what he says, so this is a friend's house. Known people. Hallelujah. It's not a stranger. He went to a friend's house. Why I call it a friend's house? You read it in John's Gospel, 11. When uh, Lazarus died... They sent word to him, John's Gospel, 11:3. 3 but Jesus stayed there two more days where he was and he came very late. John's Gospel, 11:3. 3 So the sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. Jesus loved this family so much, the sisters and one brother. Probably they are not married, they were young people. So Jesus went to this house. He loved him so much. And le- 11th verse, you see, the, ga- the crowd also said, after he had said this, he went on to tell them, "Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm going there to wake him up. He delayed two days, then he is going saying, yeah, I'm going. So the disciples are saying, "Why do you want to go there? Because people wanted to uh, arrest you, they wanted to kill you, why do you want to go again there? He says, I'm, Our friend Lazarus has fallen. Asleep, our friend. Hallelujah. So he is going to his friend's house. Mary, Martha and Lazarus. It's a friend's house. And here we read in Luke, uh, as we read Luke 10, uh, 38 to 41, 42. And Martha invited her and Mary was also there. But Mary sat at the feet of Jesus and, li- and listened what he was saying. Hallelujah! It is. It is. He went to this friend's house this time to teach them, and she was sitting at his feet and listening whatever he says. Hallelujah! So teaching is very important. Very important. He went to a friend's house. You can visit a friend, and if you are mentoring them, you can teach them. They may have so many doubts. Yesterday, Pastor Raji went to. Uh, one one pastor asked him to go to visit one uh, person, one family. So he went there. So they were so uh, happy. Uh, The elderly man said, you have fed us with very good mana today, he said. And again, he said, I will visit you again. They said, yes, yes, please come again. We have many doubts. They said, Christian family only. We have many doubts. You please visit again. So when you visit like this, known people's or friends' house, they are not grown, probably not grown, uh, I mean, uh, spiritually, they don't know the word of God, you can teach them. Hallelujah. About born again experience. All Christians, I mean, they believe, we are all Christians, we will go to heaven. We were also thinking once like that. We are all Christians, that's what we have been taught. See, the teaching is very important. The correct teaching from the word of God. Not our own teaching. See, we were thinking like that, we are, we are all Christians, we will go to John, Jacob, what is that? David, Matthew, Timothy, and Lydia, and what else names, Hannah, we will go to heaven. We were thinking like that only, but we should be born again. Whether you are Hindu, whether you are a Christian, whoever it may be, we should be born again, sins should be forgiven. Next step is you have to take baptism for the remission of sins. They receive the Holy Spirit. Power of the Holy Spirit. We cannot exist without the power of the Holy Spirit. So we have to explain these things to people who are not yet known these truth. So we have to visit our friend's house. Hallelujah. Relatives, maybe relatives also. They are not um, known. Um, they, if they are from Roman Catholic background, CSA background, or Lutheran background, whatever background they come from, we have to teach. Because they don't know the... Truth. Somebody has to go and tell them. Jesus came to this house to teach them Hallelujah. more truths. Even in that, uh, um, when he was going to raise uh, uh, Lazarus, when he was going to the tomb, on the way he's talking to Martha so many things. You read the chapter, John 11, full chapter. She's, he's explaining, she's asking, I know he will rise again on the, uh, on the resurrection day. She believes in that. But Jesus says, if you believe, if you believe, the people who believe, they won't even die. That means it's not immortality. It is, you will have eternal life. And he's teaching so many things. You read the chapter, John 11. So the learning, teaching, that's very important. Why he went to this house on that day? To teach them the truth. More about the Lord, more about the scriptures. People know little here and there. But what is the correct truth they should learn? So, we are called to teach people. We have to go house visiting? To what? Can you answer? Loudly? Teach. To teach. To teach people. To teach people. The correct things. Hallelujah. That's very important. Lastly, Luke 19. Luke chapter 19. We read about an incident 1 to 10. We read about Zacchaeus. Jesus entered Jericho. Luke 19, 1 to 10. And he was passing through a name a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector, he was a wealthy man. He wanted to see Jesus. The crowd is so much. He was a short man like me, so he he, he couldn't see Jesus. So he climbed a sycamore tree and Jesus stopped there. Fifth verse When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Today, I must come and stay at your house today so he came down at once and welcomed gladly all the people saw this they began to mutter he has gone to the guest of a sinner jesus knows he is a sinner when he entered the house what did they what did he say jesus never said oh tax collector you are collected taxes over over and above and your master wealth." He never condemned, he never said, he never opened his word, I mean he opened his mouth at all. But Zacchaeus stood up, eighth verse, and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Did Jesus tell all his sins what he has committed? No. He got convicted of his sins. When Jesus enters a house, we will get convicted of our sins. When you enter a house, they will get convicted of their sins. You need not tell. Oh, sinner, paaviye Odiva, those days, they used to think that song no, in our village, without any electricity, the night, Sunday night, with a uh, Petromax light, you know. Many of you don't know what is Petromax light. I don't think you would have never seen in your life that Petromax light they will carry. And we are in the dark streets because no current, without current. I, I studied in Tamil medium in a village down south, in Ternal Valley, without current. You can you imagine? Lived in a house without no electricity in that village. We used, they used to carry the electric, uh, I mean, Tamilux light. Men used to carry, and all of us used to sing. Paaviye, diva. and we used to sing and procession the night telling the gospel so what i'm saying when you go into a house you need not condemn anybody but they will open up see i have committed this i have done this will god forgive me they will ask hallelujah um, you must have read about it. Uh, charles finney no he was he was having a factory i think cotton factory something in new york when charles finney enters his factory People will start crying, it seems. They will cry loud and they will pour out their heart to him. They will be convicted. As he enters the factory, they will be convicted of their sins. Because he has got the power in him, the power of God, the Holy Spirit, convicts their sins. Here in Zacchaeus' house, Jesus never condemned him. He was a tax collector. But that day, he says, Salvation as ninth verse. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to his house because this man is the son of Abraham. For the son of man came, came to seek and to save what was lost. Hallelujah. People will get convicted of their sins and they will turn to the Lord. Hallelujah. That is why Jesus went to this man's house. When he came, see, it was too crowded. He need not have looked there, but he knows. One man is sitting there up on the top of the tree. So he looked there, he looked there, he said, come down, I want to come and stay with you in your house. Hallelujah. And salvation was granted to that house. The whole household was saved. Hallelujah. So let us also follow the example of Lord Jesus Christ in visiting houses. What are the houses He visited. Outcast man's house, Pharisee's house, then he went to his own disciples' house, then friend's house, then he went to a sinner's house. Hallelujah! We will also do the same thing so that we'll, some or other, will bring people to the Lord. That the only purpose for visiting one house is to bring salvation to the house. To bring them to the Lord. Not to gossip, not to have any other agenda other than giving the gospel. That should be the purpose of our visiting a house. Hallelujah. That is how Jesus visited and did so many things. Hallelujah. We will also rise up, not only sitting at home, but we will rise up and visit people and tell the love of Christ so that many will be saved. Hallelujah. Last days, we have to work hard The time is too short. uh, When there is an open door for us, we have to rise up and meet people and do the work of God and bring them to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes. Let us look to the Lord now. We'll pray.